are now listening to the Jetstream, the official New York Jets podcast of Gotham Sports Network. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Jets stream, the official New York Jets podcast of Gotham Sports Network. My name is Jesse Finver, and just like last week, I got by by my side or through the uh, the computer screen because we do this through Skype. Uh, Connor, you want to say what's good? What's going on, Jesse? Glad to be back on here. Connor Talk Sh- little Jets. Connor Sheeran in with us, one of our Gotham Jets writers, uh, and we have a decent amount to talk about. Um, you know, last week, obviously we were previewing that Giants game, talking about what we liked in camp and whatnot this week. Uh, we'll continue that conversation, talked about that Giants game. I know Connor live tweeted that game. Um, you know, I was able to catch, uh, the beginning portions of it. The important part, you know, uh, with, with Sam Darnold, uh, and he looked really, really good. And we'll get more into that, uh, in a little bit, but Connor was able to watch, you know, the whole game, you know, got to watch all the uh, the backups, the scrubs, see if there's uh, anybody that uh, because I'm addicted and I watch the fourth <laughs> quarter, watching guys that guys that probably won't even make it, like the Arena Football League. Right, I'm still watching that. But that's why we love you, you know, because you care. That's, <laughs> I'm addicted. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so let's talk about that Giants game. Um, the Jets lost that game. Not that it really matters. Um, but they lost 31 to 22. Uh, Connor, I want to start off with this. What, what were some of the big takeaways uh, that you had from that game? Biggest, biggest takeaway, biggest positive takeaway I can say. And I want to get one thing off my chest real quick. Is that obviously, you know, first, first team defense looked really good outside of, you know, the one, that one pass, uh, Donald's very first pass of the game that was, uh, nearly intercepted, which obviously, all the Darnold doubters and Jets haters blew way out of proportion and conveniently forgot that, you know, completed the next four passes and, threw t- and one of them being a touchdown. But I digress. Sam's, Sam's, um, yeah, but Sam's prone to throwing uh, interceptions, even pick sixes on right. the first passes yeah. each season. So, I mean, he, he even, that's the best part. He even joked about it. And I don't know if you saw that in the po- his post game press conference. And he said, he's like, you know, that's kind of just, I guess, how I get things started each season. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so great. So I was like, ah, good. Yeah, it's good. He but, can laugh uh, about it. Yeah, no. He, yeah, exactly. And obviously we didn't see anything from, uh, you know, Le'Veon Bell because he didn't play. Not that I don't think any of us minded that. No, um, no I, don't, I didn't want him to play. We, yeah, if we learned anything, it's that, that I, you know, these, these injuries can happen. And obviously it happened to... Uh, Brian Winters, one of the starters on the offensive line, happened so, to uh, former former New York Jet Jermaine Curse. Yes, he's out oh, for the man. season. Yeah, that was an, a gruesome that was, one. That was a bad. That was a bad one. You know, um, like he didn't exactly leave the Jets on the on the best of terms, but it's like you never wish injury on a guy. And right. I watched that clip, and it's like, oh god, yeah, it's one of those just turned it off. terrible ones. That was just oof. exactly. Um, elsewhere, it's uh, one thing I really liked was uh, uh, assembly. He did. Um, he actually stepped, his very first game with the Jets. Obviously, he was in for that first drive. But there's one clip out there that shows that you know this, there's a reason that the Jets went and traded for him. Was you know gets blown back real quick, but then follows up and manages to take a guy down, allowing Darnold to uh, step up and make a nice pass. And probably another 
huge thing with Darnold was the thing. What one of the biggest things we noticed towards the end of last season was his, his presence in the pocket. His big completion to Chris Herndon down the field was just. It reminded me a lot of his one of his touchdown passes against the Texans last year, where he was able to kind of avoid the rush, step out, step in, and you know throw a nice little quick pass in there. And uh, against Texas, was, I think yeah. you're thinking about. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the, the Texans. Te- the Texans, yeah. the Texans, not Texas. Right. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> watching too much Rangers baseball recently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, that he he and you mentioned Osemele also um, on that on that pass he had to Herndon. Um, he was blocking one guy and then came backwards off of the double team up top, uh, which I think that Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Harrison, uh, was, uh, was, was on that block. And then he came backwards and pancaked a guy, uh, who was going after Darnold on the backside. Um, so he's, he's a huge addition. Obviously we didn't get to see Ryan Khalil, uh, no Leonard Williams, no Henry Anderson. Uh, there was a lot of guys out in that game, but, you know, I, I got to watch that first quarter, and one thing that I really in, liked was that connection that he had with James, with Sam Darnold had with Jamison Crowder. Right. Um, okay. And, and you, you, we, you, we've been seeing the tweets, you've been hearing the news at a camp that that's a connection that he's really, he's really enjoyed so far, and that's something that we, we, we should really be keeping an eye on. Um, I mean, we saw it firsthand. He had that long catch and run. Apparently, that was a uh, a design play. Uh, where they sent a lot of guys deep and he came underneath and then just took it like 30 or 40 yards down the right sideline. Um, and then that nice little rubber out uh, for the touchdown, you know, that was yeah. something that they practiced. They I've saw tweets. That's something they've been practicing. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, Sam getting into space and making that throw, you know, it, it got me really excited watching that. Yeah, I mean, offense, how could it not? <laughs> watching that offense, that first drive, granted the giants defense is not good. Um, they're yeah. a young defense. They have some, they have some, they definitely have some players on that defense. Mm-hmm. Um, but you saw one of those guys, uh, Jabril Peppers just get, get completely lost on that right. long Herndon catch. Um, it was funny cause he was the guy that almost intercepted Darnold on his first pass. It was, right. it was Peppers went right off his hands. Right. And yeah, then you watch the clip and yeah, he's like, he, I mean, maybe it's, you know, maybe we can kind of a little slack to new defense, blah, blah, blah. But it was also just a very good play. On the Jets' part, nice right. uh, design play. By the way, uh, oh, didn't even got to ask. Did you pick up your smelling salts? I I have not gotten my smelling <laughs> salts yet, but I will be picking them up very soon, and I will be Keep smelling salts. I'll be smelling those smelling salts before every single kickoff this uh, this fall. Um, Adam Gase is a goddamn lunatic, and I love he's a, him. He's a psycho, I, and I I, love I already love him so much. Um, <laughs> but that could change real quick. You never know. Uh, yes. But so far, you know, he's he's one for one. Um, now, yes, the, the Jets did lose this game. Um, the defense looked good, the first team defense, but after that, and they were granted, they were missing some guys on that defensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I, it, 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 I, I'm concerned about the depth on this team. Perry Nickerson got absolutely torched all day long. Um, and right now he might be their number two cor- cornerback. Um, because news at a camp this week, um, was that, Tremaine Johnson has hurt his hamstring. He's out indefinitely right now. Um, that is a, a humongous blow because, yes, he has he was not good last year. I get that. Um, but what the Jets have behind him is is even worse. Um, you know, Daryl Roberts, Perry Nickerson, uh, and Brian Poole. That looks like the uh, the one two three right now. Um, and you know, Poole, he's a fine slot corner, I'm sure. Um, 
but and teams are running out of three wide receiver sets even more and more these days. Uh, but this is definitely concerning. Um, the lack of depth, you know, Daniel Jones looked like looked like, like Brady uh, out there. Looked like was, Tom, I was going to say he looked like Eli Manning out there. <laughs> looked like Eli Manning out there from days of old, days of days of past. Like, that you was know? like that's as good a pass for it as someone. Yeah, seriously. I mean, you had C- Cody Latimer, like you had just absolute scrubs burning. Yeah, like these guys are. They should be second and third teamers, and they were burning our second and third teamers. And yes, they're second and it's third tough. teamers, but just the lack of depth on this in this secondary is really, really concerning. Um, what what do you what did you see on uh, out of this group on uh, uh, Thursday? Thursday. Well, I'll be honest, nothing good. <laughs> uh, we said it last week um, that the two that the weakest area on the entire team is the the pass coverage. I don't yeah. want to say a secondary as a whole because the secondary includes Jamal Adams and now Marcus May. Now that mm-hmm. he's officially he's coming off the uh, came off the injured list and finally started practicing again. Um, so as far and that's just another area which, as the rest of the pass coverage and the cornerbacks continue to just either underperform or get injured, a lot of this is going to fall on you know the safeties, fall on Jamal Adams, and fall on. Marcus May, and uh, I also said it last week, Jamal Adams, he got better last year, but he have, he hasn't always been the strongest in pass coverage. And hopefully, I mean, he's all this stuff is going to fall more and more on uh, on these guys and these cornerbacks. Just they're not up to par. When your best cornerback is Tremaine Johnson, he's going to be covering uh, the opposing team's number one receiver. You're in bad shape, and. Right. Uh, I would say if I was a gambler, I'd be taking the over in every single Jet game this season because this defense is going to struggle at stopping the pass. Yeah, I mean, and they got to figure it out quick because, I mean, week two, you get you, you, we, we see Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry. Then you get the Patriots, and obviously you have to go against Tom Brady. Then you get the Eagles with Carson Wentz, Alshon Jeffrey, and you know all the pass-catching weapons they have. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm not exactly worried about Zach Ertz because we have Jamal Adams. And you get the Cowboys with Mari Cooper. Um, and, I mean, then obviously the schedule softens up a bit, but then you have to face Antonio Brown, probably A.J. Green if he stays healthy, mm-hmm. uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. The Jets are lucky. They don't have to face a ton of really great offenses this year. Um, but even so, I mean, we've seen guys like Ted Ginn and Kenny Stills on the Dolphins destroy Jets secondaries yeah. in the past. Um, so this is definitely concerning. And I mentioned Perry Nickerson. He wasn't even one of the top three guys at practice the other day. It was Kyron Brown. And right, rookie undrafted free agent, along with Daryl Roberts and Brian Poole. Um, mm-hmm. So they need Tremaine Johnson to, you know, relax, get that hamstring healthy. He won't be yeah. seeing any more of the field uh, anytime soon. Um, you know, and he just needs to s- s- get healthy, man. That's that's really all it is. Um, speaking Seriously. of speaking of Marcus May, you brought him up. Uh, he was actually just activated from the physically uninjured physically unable to playlist. Um, that's a huge, that's a huge boost to the secondary. Um, we always been talk, talking about is how, you know, there's no depth in the secondary. Um, and there really isn't, but having him back when he's healthy, he is a very, very, very good safety. Um, he's not Jamal Adams, you mm-hmm. know, but he's a very talented safety and somebody that could really help the jets. And maybe they play more zone. Um, 
you know, to help the secondary they're, out. They're going to have to, you yeah. know, um, but, and, and I don't know, Greg Williams, obviously, he's a really aggressive play caller on defense. Um, you know, if he wants the blitz, he's gonna have to throw out some zone blitzes there. Um, and I don't think that's yeah. what he's known for. He's of that Rex Ryan ilk where he likes to, you know, cover zero blitz, everybody you can, and, you know, <clears throat> rely on your cornerbacks, but the, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the jets just really don't have those guys right now. Um, so I just wanted to bring that up. Marcus may coming back. That's a big get for them. It's going to be big. Yeah. Those two. And they, when they, when they're able to work together, Adams and may they're, uh, they're a great duo and um, it's just going to be, it's going to fall more on those two, like I was saying, and even more on the pass rush, which also hasn't been there in, uh, you know, recent years, the drafting of, um, I always get his name wrong, but Jakai polite. Yeah. You um, got it right. Hopefully he's (laughs) go me. And then, uh, you know, obviously Quentin Williams, um, yeah, they they did what they need. They did what they were able to do from a free agency and a drafting standpoint to try and address the pass rush. Yeah. So I think almost that they probably approached it thinking that this is probably what the situation they were going to find themselves in, as far as you know, mm-hmm. lack of depth and lack of uh, you know defensive back ability, so that they were going to have to place more emphasis. And like you said. Greg Williams is an aggressive guy, so you got to think that this is going to be their strategy going into the season. Is that they're going to they're going to be coming for the quarterback, and they're going to be coming for uh, they're going to be fighting to the line of scrimmage a lot rather than trying to uh, win the the air game, so to speak. Right. Yeah. I saw. I saw. I think it was either today or yesterday. Um, Jakai has moved up to the second team defense. Yeah. Um, and a big reason why he's been with the third team is just because the, the talent is there. Apparently it's just that he hasn't been able to really grasp the playbook as well. Um, you know, I mean, any, any NFL playbook is hard for a rookie. Um, but I guess it's been especially hard for him. And finally he's been able to, I guess, you know, get that going. Um, Cause he was an absolute beast at Florida. Um, and if they could yeah. really, if they could get anything out of him this year, um, you know, five sacks, just give me five sacks. I'll, I'll, yeah, take, I mean, I'll even... take that. You know, um, that would be really big for them. Um, Another thing, Ryan Khalil has finally started practicing. um, Or actually, sorry, he has not started practicing. And Brian Winters, I think you mentioned that earlier. uh, He could miss the rest of the preseason. So offensive line, uh, they uh, uh, we mentioned earlier uh, in last last week that having getting that trade uh, for that that. Offensive lineman out of Baltimore, and I'm, I'm, I'm missing his name. Oh right my, now. Um, but, same here. But yeah, but regardless, um, that that turned out to be a humongous trade because you're missing your starting center and your right guard right now. Khalil will start practicing soon, I'm sure. He's probably just getting into game shape, uh, or at least football shape. Um, so he's not injured or anything. It's just that he's not with the team yet, uh, or he's with the team, just not practicing with the team yet. Losing winners. Um, Alex yeah. Lewis, by the way. Yes. All right. Thank you. Alex, having Alex Lewis, that's a big, big boon for this offensive line. That's why they made the trade. They needed that depth. Right. Um, right. And so that, that'll be big for them as well. Uh, other news and notes. Um, Chandler Cadenzero, uh, he pulled a Vernon Davis <laughs> and just showed up and retired. <laughs> um, yeah. So the Jets. Hard, hard to blame him. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, he missed two extra points in the pre- first preseason game. Um Obviously, no Jets fans were thrilled about that. I'm sure the front office and the coaching staff weren't thrilled about that. And he showed up and said, I'm out. 
Um, <laughs> and so they signed uh, Taylor Bertolette, uh, who went five for seven on field goals today or yesterday. If you're listening to this on, this will be posted on Tuesday. So two days ago, Sunday, um, he missed it from 35 and 45. Listen, we harped on this last week. Not re-signing Jason Myers was just so dumb. So dumb. so dumb. He was a pro bowler. He was really great. I don't care if, you know, you're concerned about uh, him not being able to repeat it. Even 85, 75% of, of Jason Myers is better than what we've had so far of Bertolette mm-hmm. and Cadden Zero. Um, so I think that I get once again, um, and it hasn't, it hasn't been like this for a while because um, we've had, the Jets have had consistency at the kicker position for, it seems like forever, but you know, once again, we have another place kicker we have to worry about outside of Cadden Zero uh, and Taylor Bertolette. And I hope I'm pronouncing that name right. Um, yeah. Anything else? Anything else? News, news or notes noteworthy that you want to discuss? We talked about the smell and salts are absolutely <laughs> savage of a of a head coach. Uh, <laughs> Adam Gase just ripping some smell and salts right before the game. That was the the widest I've ever seen him his eyes, and that's absolutely saying something because yeah, he's got those bug eyes. Um, <laughs> all right, so we have the Falcons coming up. Um, this is the second preseason game. Usually, the starters Jets only had the starters go for a, a series each uh, last this past week. So. How much do you want to see out of the the starting offense and starting defense, and uh, what else are you looking forward to? I think that we'll probably see, but they'll obviously definitely be playing more than they did. Uh, is it going to be a quarter? Or is it going to be the pre-season. first half? Because usually the first half, preseason I think it's game, probably, I think it's probably the majority of the first quarter. Um, right. for usually, both starting units. Usually, yeah. the, the third preseason game they play like three quarters. Yeah, right? or close and to then, it, yeah. yeah, and then like and the know, fourth, they don't play at all. Yeah, and, and then yeah. like the last five quarters of preseason, which I don't understand why they have that fourth preseason game if they're just playing scrubs. Like you, you already know who your roster is by the end of the third preseason game. Uh, right. To be honest, yeah. There's so, no point really. Uh, but I it's digress. Just in case any guys get hurt, pretty much. Right. So, so, uh, like you said, you think one quarter. I think one. I think one quarter is probably a safe bet. A couple. To, I mean, obviously, depending on you know length of drive and all that stuff. But I would say it's probably two to three drives for each unit. Maybe we get a little Le'Veon Bell. I wouldn't count on it. No, but, I, I don't think he plays yeah. the entire preseason. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't risk it, but you know, maybe there's I'm just, just being greedy by. No, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I just think I just think that there's no point. Um, there is there's no point in risking it if, if he gets hurt the season's down the drain that's just what it is i mean sam sam can be as you know it can improve as much as he wants but he's the game breaker on this team um yeah he's the best player on this team offense or defense and that's no slight to jamal adams he's <clears throat> he's right. just that good um the jets posted i don't know if you saw that the jets twitter account posted a highlight reel um like an oh, no, eight and a half minute highlight reel of Le'Veon's best plays and it is oh, just I- Oh boy! Yeah. If, if, so if you're listening, <laughs> or if you're Connor, go and, <laughs> go and watch that. Um, I have to pause this. Just it's tune it's, it up real quick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, go go in your room. Turn your lights off. You know. Get, <laughs> get some your popcorn. Cover, get no. Get, get under your covers. You know. Get some <laughs> tissues and get ready. Get ready to cry tears of joy. You know that's what you're going to use the tissues for. Okay. So get your mind out of the gutter. All right. Um, 
Yeah, it is. He he's he's that dude. He's so talented. There's no reason to play him. You're going on the road. You don't have your full training facility there. Um, there's just no point. There's absolutely no don't point. Don't have playing. Either. Yeah, there's just no point in playing him. I want to see more of Sam. <clears throat> I want to see more of Quincy, our boy Quincy, and I want to see more of our boy Robbie. And <clears throat> God, it sucks that Chris Herndon is suspended for the first. I was just. I was going to say before. It's like appreciate what we have for like these those first four weeks without him are going to be uh i feel like they're going to be noticeable because of how much darnold used him last year and, and how much are, of a like a tandem that it became or it's, we're going to feel it those are two of our hardest games. those are two of our hardest games we have in that in that three of our hardest yeah. games the the brown we get the browns patriots and eagles uh two road games you know and then he'll be back for cowboys and patriots at home um but not having him for the first four weeks, especially after what we saw, just like, I mean, getting wide open, moving in space, uh, getting past the defense, the, the secondary into the second level. Um, I know it was one drive, but he's really, really talented, you know? Yeah. And I mean, we is, saw it. It's not just one drive. We saw it at the end of last season too. I mean, yeah. No, I'm just talking about this year so far. Like, I mean, in, right. the, in the new unis, you know, which they just, yeah. those, those new uniforms, <laughs> they the all whites. Oh, those they helmets great. under the lights, they look great. And you know what? I don't care what my little brother says, saying that they look like <laughs> CFL uniforms. He's a stupid Giants fan, <laughs> and that's that. I, they look great. I can't wait for the all-black unis against the Browns on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure they're going to – I think they're wearing them three times this year, and they're going to be all the night games. So I guess the Ravens – the Ravens – well, the Ravens may wear their all-blacks at home. I'm not sure. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. I mean, you get the uh, the Patriots. It'll be the Patriots um, at home on Monday Night Football. The Browns at home on Monday Night Football, uh, and then they have the uh, the seven twenty game on Fox. So I guess that's a that's a Thursday night that, like, game. Later on, that's a that's a Ravens game. That's a Thursday night game. When, um, uh, well, okay, yeah, that's that the third sense. to last game of the season. So that's week fifteen. Oh no, that might be it. Might be one of the Saturday games because they start doing Saturday games towards the end of the season. Right, but they're playing. Uh, gotta, I think they. I, I mean, if you're wearing the all blacks, you got to. Those are night game jerseys. Yeah. Those are, oh, it's a night game for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So, what do you want to see out of Sam? What do you want to see out of this this defense? Uh, come, I believe it is Thursday night. Yeah. Um. Well, I want to see Sam just continue to you know do his thing. He doesn't have to go out there and make these like splashy. You know splashy fancy fancy plays i don't need to see that not in the preseason you know i'd like to see it but i don't need to, i don't need him to go out there and start like doing you know crazy stuff trying to you know just trying to make other people look good just do what he needs to do and uh get out of there in one piece and have like a good game that's really all we need from him the big thing i want to see i want to see Quentin williams i want to see him do something you know he was there he was in the first game and it's, it's obviously that's not a slight at him at all it's just it's you know we didn't see him he was you know, blocked. He, I think he got in on a tackle or two. Yeah, um, you, watched, check. you got to watch more of the game than I did. So yeah, I don't I, think I, it I was like uh, I don't. He didn't do anything like of note. Um, like I said, not that that's uh, a slight on him or anything it's like weak. that. It's his first professional football game, you know. So. Exactly, exactly. And he was also in there against uh, um, the Giants starters when he was in there. So right. He was going up against the season. He was going up against the vets. So it's not. Yeah, I would like to see him come out there, and I'd like to see. 
I'd like to see more out of him and um, Polite and the, uh, the rookies. I'd like to see more out of Blake Cashman. Yep. You know, he's been the talk of the camp. He did uh, help. He did force the fumble on uh, Paul Perkins with Frankie Louvu. Um, well, oh, he, so that, uh, was was him, an, that was uh, him with Louvu? Yeah, Louvu punched it out, but Blake Cashman was the one holding on to Perkins. And Louvu right. came up and punched it out. Paul Some Perkins. people got into an argument in my mentions off of that when I took that out. <laughs> it was like a whole whole thing. <laughs> like it was people like some are, guy arguing people about are Blake dumb. Cashman. That's what it is. Back. Like, tw- Twitter sucks. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I I watched the preseason mostly for to watch the rookies because I know you know what the what veterans can do. I know what Quincy Anunua and I know what Robbie Anderson. I know what these guys can do. I want to see what the rookies, especially kind of later round guys who we might not know too much about. I want to see what they can do against uh, professionals and uh, things like that. See, you, you mentioned Darnold, and you want him to just you know kind of waltz in there and be careful and everything. Fuck that. I want Sam <laughs> to ball out. All right? I want to see guns blazing, Robbie Anderson streaking <laughs> down the field. You know, I want to see Quincy going underneath and getting the, the tough yards. I want them to get in football shape, stay healthy, obviously. But I want to see Sam running around. I want to see him uh, on his own volition, not because the pocket breaks down. Um, right. Or not because the, he's getting rushed too quickly, but because, you know, he's in there for five to seven seconds. He doesn't see anything. So he scrambles and makes something happen. You know, I want to see him impress us. This is year two. All right. The, last year, that take is fine. Last year, Connor. Last year, Con- mm-hmm. uh, you know, if Sam, Sam, take it easy, you know, get your feet wet, figure out the NFL. No, the training wheels are off. I want this offense. I mean, obviously, <laughs> they're not going to unleash the offense. But I want to see, right. I want to see some magic. You know, you're going to play for a quarter, quarter and a half. I want to see what you, I want to see what you're capable of. I want to see what this offense is capable of. Obviously, you're not going to have your star running back in there, most likely. Um, there's no reason yeah. to have Le'Veon in there. But I want to see Sam make plays. I, I want more Jets mm-hmm. content. I, and I don't know about you, but I think that all <laughs> all, Jets all all Jets fans want to see more Sam Darnold beautiful throws like he made to Chris Herndon stepping up in the pocket there, you know? Exactly. I mean, Dan Orlovsky was slobbering over him. Dan Orlovsky was slobbering over him on SVP, uh, you know, the other day. For just that one play. They went through, they broke down one play. It was like a second year quarterback segment. He's like, oh, Sam Darnold, look at this play. I mean, this is, you can't teach this. This is just great. <laughs> and I, like that, That's not know, mocking not, him. That's my Dan Orlovsky. Yeah, that's uh, that play was as good as he gets, you know. You, and it show, goes to show the fact that he he shook off that first pass, which was really bad. Shook it off, and then he he was he was as good as you can ask from for a quarterback the rest of the time that he was throwing the ball. So that goes to show what kind of mentality he was able to you know come back with and the mentality that he's he possesses. And I said it in one of uh, one of the things I wrote for um, for Gotham was. The excuse that we all made for him last year when he did bad, when he made bad decisions of he's just a rookie, that's gone now. Yeah, it's gone. He doesn't have it anymore. He's still, yes, we can still say young player, but that's gone now. He's got a, you know, this is, we can make, we can still say, okay, yeah, he's doing this, he's doing that, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but he's also had a year. He's was the starter for the majority of last season. So it's also... A lot of this has fallen on him, and it's time for him to start showing uh, 
Show him the rest of the league. We know what he can do. Yeah. The rest of the league, uh, rest you know of the league needs to get him. And, I, and I've been following training camp. I've been following the beat writers, you know, living vicariously through them on Twitter because obviously we can't go to training camp and, and be there physically. Uh, or at least I know I can't because I live down here in Mississippi. Uh, and for all you listeners out there, yes, I live in the SIP. Uh, but yeah, I've been following, and one of the things I've noticed from uh, all the tweets that I've been seeing and all the video, he hasn't he hasn't really turned the ball over at all. His ball security has been significantly better. Uh, anytime, I think he's only thrown four interceptions all of camp, something like that. And yeah. each one of those interceptions, he threw those interceptions because there was a miscommunication with the receiver. Where the tweet will say like, you know, Sam Darnold throws an interception. Um, a, a rarity. He's throwing interceptions. Only so, throwing so few in this camp. Uh, this one, you know, wide receiver turned right and he threw to the left. You know, there's just a miscommunication, and that's for each one of those. Um, you know, I think Tremaine Johnson has had three of those, which was encouraging before he got hurt. Yeah. Um, and each one was just there's a, the one he had. The one he had to. The one he had today was to Johnson. The one he got hurt. Yeah, on. it was a pick six. It was because. Um, and, yeah, and it was because of uh, our boy Eric Tomlinson. Yeah, he turned right Another, and Sam threw left, ugh. or vice versa, Another whatever. Just, but you know what I mean. Yeah, you know, it, whatever it was. It, yeah, but but that's really encouraging because last year he had in college he had fumbling issues. He threw a lot of interceptions in college. He threw fifteen interceptions last year. Um, you know, and he also had like a really high percentage rate of throws that should have been interception intercepted. Yeah, um, that was big. So you know, him being able to cut down on these things uh, has been really encouraging, uh, at least for me. Um, getting Definitely. to see him. And that's something I want to see, you know, I mean, Atlanta's defense isn't what it was the Super Bowl run. Um, I mean, they, <laughs> they, they were decimated by injuries last year. Um, but I'm really hoping that uh, I'm really hoping that that defense shows up and Sam gets a good challenge on Thursday night uh, when they go into Atlanta. It's all we, I mean, it's all we can hope for. And I was saying before how I don't, don't want them to take, you know, too many risks or anything like that, obviously, you know, cause I just don't want to see him hurt cause I'm, I'm a coward and I'm good shy, but as much as I want to see him, you know, do something and just ball out. Uh, I always have that. I have like that thing in the back of my head that always reminds me of like Mark Sanchez getting hurt in like that game that forced Geno Smith to start that season. Not that Mark Sanchez is Sam Darnold, but I just always have that, that thing like thinking in the back of my head that this is going to happen again. But, yeah. um, and I, and, and, and I wanted to say this, I forgot to say this before, but Trevor Simeon didn't have a bad game. You know, he actually did pretty well, all things considered. And we could, we could stand to do a lot worse for backup quarterbacks, which is very uh, hey, he's encouraging won, to say the least. He's won games in the NFL before. Um, exactly. You can't say the same about Bryce Petty or Christian Hackenberg, especially <laughs> Christian Hackenberg. Um, the dark days. Yeah. Um, Truly you know, dark days. I think that'll be the last time we mention him ever on this ever. podcast because I hate his guts. <laughs> um, if you don't know, I went to Penn State, so I had to deal with him, and then he got drafted, and my immediate reaction was, I have to deal with this loser again? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess you can you can tell how I feel about that person. Um, all right, Connor, anything else? Um, no, I think uh, last thing, Davis Webb, not good. Not a good yeah. quarterback. <laughs> but, there was uh, no Davis so... Webb revenge game, clearly. No, no. He uh, if there, if it, he went into it thinking it was going to be a revenge game, he certainly failed in that endeavor. Yeah, no revenge. <laughs> Gave up uh, a pick six to uh, 
uh, guy. Well, I forget what his name is. Some guy from from Long Island. You know, some local giant, guy. Some Giants guy. Yeah, some cares. some Giants guy. I guess. <laughs> All right, where can they? Uh, where can these yeah. people find you on uh, on on the internet? You can find me on Twitter.com at the NJ Mick. I am Irish and I am from the great state of New Jersey, so that's the reason behind my name. Red hair and all. <laughs> Red hair and all. <laughs> all right, and y'all can find me uh, at JFinverseSports12. Your boy is verified now. Oh, that's, yeah. That's right? big news. Blue check mark. Dude. I got that blue check mark or that white <laughs> check mark if you use night mode if you're a civilized person. Hell yes. So I am verified now at JFinverseSports12. Um, if you want to listen to this podcast, you can do so on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Connor. And Spotify. And Spotify. And Spotify.